Hey, everybody. Welcome to LOL with Kim Gravel. This is my comedy podcast where we are going to laugh about the messiness of life and turn that mess into a message of confidence, hope, and even faith. My mission is to encourage and lift women up. And this show is how we can embrace our real selves, who we really are, and laugh about it and laugh about all that stuff, you know, that life throws our way. So let's do it together. Let's live out loud, love out loud, and laugh out loud right now. Back by popular demand, we've got my mom for part two of this Mother's Day podcast. <laughs> and Lord. we're going to be talking about stories that um, make your hair stand up on your head. There's little hairs on the back of your neck, both in a funny way and a real way. We're going to talk about faith, how to be funny, not take yourself so seriously, and about the importance of moms in this world. Kim, I can't wait to get back into it with your mom. But before we do, I have a gift for you. Okay. Oh, please. You know, I love me some gifts. LOL with Kim Ravel. I had Natalie record just a whole, we just did a whole recording session for you, Kim. Oh my gosh, Zach. Let me hear Kim more. Kim Preach. <laughs> what did she say? That's her saying, Kim Preach. Kim Preach. Preach. <laughs> preach. <laughs> oh, no, there's so many funny ones. She doesn't really nail, this is her saying, girl. Girl. <laughs> This is this one's really funny. Mm, but that's interesting. <laughs> Do that one again. Do that one again. Mm, but that's interesting. <laughs> I love it so much. And then she got some good. She got this one. Kim, Kim, Kim. I love it, girl. That's my girl. That's my baby girl right there. Yeah. That's there mm, go, that's very interesting. <laughs> Mm, but that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get back into it with Joe. We're just going to pick up right where we left off last week. Let's do it. Kim. Zach, yeah. let me tell you, let me tell you this. We lived in Laurenburg, North Carolina. I remember this. And uh, Kim and Allison were... Yeah, well, Kim was like, she was older. Allison was, I think, two or three. And she was at the church daycare. So I had Kim in the car. We were going, and I looked in front of me, and on the, on the right side of me was a big filling station, you know, where you could pull in. Sure. And on the left side of me was nothing but a field, you know, a, a drop-off in a field. Kim, back then, they didn't, we didn't have uh, car seats. And Kim was standing up in the back seat. I guess Kim was, what, seven, something like that. And uh, playing. She was playing. Because, like I said, we didn't know the day. We didn't have car seats back then. And I was coming. I was going down the road. And like I said, the film station on the right, uh, the drop-off was on the left. And the, and the traffic was a two-lane, a little two-lane road. And I guess I was doing 50 50, 55, probably around 50. And the car in front of me, I could see it. It, it hit its brakes because somebody was turning. It hit its brakes. And now there was cars coming toward me on this two-lane road. Now, this is the honest truth. I would never, never tell you a lie. And, and some people might not believe it, but this is the truth. I saw that, and I was going to hit it. 
I never touch my brake, Zach. So help me. I never I didn't turn I didn't turn to the right. I didn't turn to the left. I never hit my brake. When I came to, I was on the side of the road past the filling station. I knew what had happened. Because if I had a hit my brake, she would have gone through the windshield. And we would probably been hurt. I don't know how it happened. I can't explain it. But the traffic, nobody stopped. The traffic was still moving perfectly. I was sitting on the other side of that traffic, on the side of the road. And I realized in that second what had happened. I never touched my brake. I never. God put, God, I don't know how he did it. I don't question it. But I ended up on the other side. And that only had to be a superpower. It had to be the Lord. Because I'm going to tell you right now. The devil would have killed me if he could have. You believe that. And most people probably won't believe it. But that's the honest to God truth. Uh, that is a miracle I will never forget. We've, we've had a lot of those in our family. And probably a lot of people listening do too. And we don't, what we call, testify about it enough or share it. I mean, we could go on and on with stories. I'm actually writing a book with all of these stories that have happened to me personally and together in our family. But that has given us strength. So people say, oh, yeah, I've got great personalities and you're real authentic and all of that is true. But we couldn't have that unless we had the foundation of faith. And that is what, as I get older, and I'm going to start crying, because as I get older, that's really all we got, Zach, is our faith. Because you can't trust the government. You can't trust your own instincts half the time. You can't trust people. You can't, you can't depend on all of that. But your experiences and your stories and how you've related to the world personally, you can count on that. Like no one can take away. My mom used to always say, she said, people can say you're dumb. People can say this, but they can't take away your stories and your experiences and your faith. That's something people can't take away. And, and I think that's something we're missing today. What, what do you believe in? <laughs> you know, what are you putting your faith in? What, are you putting your faith in your money, in your health, in your beauty? In other people. In other people, your relationship? You can't. Because all you really have is your faith at the yeah. end of the day. And people don't want to hear it. And they think, oh, well, they're Bible beaters or whatever. Whatever you want to say. I don't, I don't give a rip. I've lived it, so I know. Um, you can't take away my experiences. Can I ask you a question about faith? Because I think that for some people, right, mm-hmm. who aren't as religious, right? Yeah. And we're not talking religion. Religion is flawed. Oh, that's really interesting. But do you think that there's this, that faith that you're talking about can sort of transcend that? Can, like, is bigger than that? Or are you really, for you, is it tied to It's not know, tied to anything religion? except my quiet time, my personal relationship with Jesus. That's it. That's it. That's the bottom line. And that's what my family taught. My mom, I remember this true story. So dad, you know, as a female and strong and loud, because people say, well, the church has hurt me. The church has hurt me. Well, yeah, they're human beings. <laughs> they're big idiots, just like the rest of us. Absolutely. I mean, I, my dad and mom used to say, mom said, he puts his drawers on the same way I do. You know, I didn't see my parents put their faith in a person. My dad wouldn't even go to church coming up He was because his dad's a preacher. And he would say, like, look, I'm not interested in these people's opinions. Yeah. Okay? They just like buttholes. Everybody got one. My dad would say that. <laughs> yeah. 
He is what he'd say. And he'd say, I just want, just read the scripture and let the scripture do the talk. I'm not trying to hear your opinion on it. I swear right. to you, my dad would say that. And mom, and mom went to church. She didn't go to church for no, follow no man. Listen, I'm going to tell you a true story. The preachers used to come sit at our kitchen table and get advice from my mom. That's a true, I used to, I grew up watching that. That's so and cool. you know what? Those preachers aren't preachers anymore. But you know who's still standing? Old Joe B. Hardy. She's the same as she always was. What would you tell him, Joe? What would you tell him? Oh, God. Just what she said. Yeah. There's only there's only one way mm-hmm. to have that confidence, mm-hmm. to have that assurance, is to have faith mm-hmm. and believe and know that in the end, you'll still be standing. That's all that matters. Because he's going to be the one to stand. And if you and hold you up, if you don't have faith in God, it's so hard for me to write this book, Mom. I had a book call yesterday about it, and I'm so glad we're lockstep with my editor. But if you don't have a foundation of faith, you cannot have faith in yourself. You, you have to believe in something bigger than you. Because you are mortal. You cannot do it alone. You can't pick up your car and put it on the other side of a convenient mart and save yourself life. You, you can't. You can't science it to death in this beautiful science, doctors, all that. God, God gave them the, the smarts, the talent, the creativity, the inspiration, the ingenuity. All of that is great. Um, but when it comes down to it, that they can't save you. Your money can't save you. Look, I'm blessed. I am blessed and highly favored. Mom will tell you that. I'm so blessed and I'm so thankful for God on that. But honey, your money can't save you either. And, and that's where true confidence comes in. And as, you know, as we're approaching Mother's Day, I've watched my mom. She never, it wasn't what she said, it was who she was. And my dad too, but most, my mom has been, is my hero. It's who she was. Kids, they, they, they become and see and learn from who you are, not what you do. I want everybody to hear me because you're like, well, I know a lot of people that have done the right things and they're a basket case. Right. Crap show life right now. They're, 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 they have nowhere to, I can't tell you the people that I grew up with that were just, you know, my mom and dad, my mom and dad used to always fight. She goes, well, so-and-so takes so-and-so to his wife out to eat every Friday. And he said, well, they're broke. Okay. So we ain't going to eat. Okay, <laughs> we ain't gonna do that. We don't Meanwhile, do you were going out to eat on Monday, Tuesday, <laughs> Wednesday, Thursday, the other know. night. But Little don't know. No, but you don't say like fancy yeah. restaurants and stuff. I mean, I just remember how my parents always like, well, they can do what they want to do, but that ain't what we're going to do. So right. you got to, and that's that foundation of faith. I hope that I'm not sounding too preachy, but honestly, when the you, truth is not preaching. I know, Mom, that, but some it's people not take it, it people and they're like, tell oh, the she's truth. the Bible beater, whatever, you know. But I, honestly, I only say it because of not my head knowledge, but what I've experienced. I've experienced it. I've, li- I've seen it. I've, I've watched it with my own two eyes. And I, I'm telling you, a lot of people have experienced it. They just don't recognize it. You know, they call it, you know, coincidence and they call it but there is none of that so how would you suggest someone who doesn't have that foundation in faith it's easy to have yeah how do you find it not for some people it's easy it's easy to have if you if you want it no but it's hard for some people to to grasp it and to accept it 
It is hard for some people, but I'm telling you. It doesn't you, have to be hard. But I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this, and you can believe this. And like she said, I've experienced it. That's the only reason I can say it. A lot of people don't recognize it, but when something inside of you is stirring you, mm. and you don't know what, what to do, right or wrong, or should I make a choice, but it's pulling at you, mm. I'm going to tell you what that is. Okay. And a lot of people are going to have a, a something to say about it. Well, they can't. When something inside of you is pulling at your heartstrings, and you feel you feel uh, like it, there's something uneasy. going on, yeah, uneasy. That's that's the spirit in your spirit inside of you mm-hmm. telling you, wake up. That's it. Wake up. Listen, I've got something better for you. Yes. I've got something better for you. Yes. And like Kim said, some people don't recognize it. But if you'll be quiet and listen and you and you reach out for that, your life will never be the same. And if you're in a place right now and if you're listening and you're in a place of, you know, we, we're diagnosing everything as depression and anxiety, I'm not so sure. Now, I'm not a doctor, and so please don't quote me, but be open to what I'm saying here. I'm not so sure our anxiety and depression is not this pulling that mom's talking about. Because I just know, and I get kind of mad about it, honestly, because I get mad with God too, honey, and we go at it. And he's so patient. I'm sitting there, I'm sick of this, sick of this crap. You know, and he's like, all right, girl, let me know what you got. You know, well, you might as well say it because he already knows. He already gets it. But um, every time I get comfortable and I feel like I can exhale, and Zach, you're going through this right now, so hear me. This is for you. Every time I get comfortable and I feel like I can exhale, that pulling and that stirring, God seems to take it away or move it or get less comfortable. But he said to me in my spirit, I just was reading something and it just jumped out at me. When you are comfortable, you might not be on the right path. Huh. It's in those uncomfortable moments where you're stretching and growing and it's tough and it's hard <laughs> yeah. and it sucks and it pisses you off and you're mad and then you're sad and then you're like, why me? And all of that, that is a good spot to be in. See, we're looking at it all wrong. We're diagnosing it as depression. And so it's a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. (laughs) When you are in those moments, that is what my mom just said. I wrote it down. That's the pulling, the stretching, that pulling back of that arrow. So when he lets you go, you're going to go further, bigger, longer, and more effective. So if you're too comfortable right now, you need to check it. If you're at a place where you are What's the word, mom, when you are confused or disappointed or heartbroken or depressed or don't know which way to go, don't know which way to go. That's a good thing. So that's when you get on that still small voice, like mom said, and you just get silent. Yeah. And all you got to do is ask him. And you know what? What's next, God? Yeah. And people talk about prayer. I talk the way I look at it. Prayer is awesome, but I'd like to just I like to talk to him like I'm talking. Yeah, you do to like Zach. to talk a lot. I, I well, no, <laughs> it's just because he listens. He's the only one that really listens to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mom and Dad just I hear them talking to themselves. I was like, they're talking to themselves. He like, he is such a 
awesome God and he listens to me. So what I'm saying is like, Zach, there's a lot of people out there that don't have a lot of direction. And like my nephew is in that spot right now. He's like, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, if you will just don't worry about what am I supposed to do? Just get quiet and still. And those doors will open up. Like I can't, I wish I could just, I wish I could put words to it, Zach. Like even with QVC, mom, do you remember all that? Like I've never, people think, oh, you're such a boss, babe. You have been pursuing and hustling. Mom, have I pursued anything? It always pursues you. Correct. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's it. Purpose pursues you. Now, I was prepared for it. I was positioned for it. And I had worked hard on me to be ready for it. But I never hustled and pursued it. Everything I have tried and hustled and pursued has failed miserably. Am I right or wrong? You're right. It's cost me more money. It's cost me time. It's cost me everything. Can you give Worry. us an example of that? I'm so you, curious. You, you're an example of how it just came to me. You. Okay. Claudia, my book agent. Okay. Uh, QVC. Thomas Nelson, my book deal that I just signed. QVC. Kim of Queens. Miss Georgia. Travis Gravel. My kids. I didn't even try to have kids. And I didn't prevent having children. That's a true story. I never took the pill. We never did any of that. We never tried to prevent having children. Now, I'm not saying that is a wise move for everybody. I'm just saying life will chase you down and the blessings of God will chase you down if you trust him. You don't have to go to church every Sunday. You don't have to be a Bible beaten, reading the Bible every day, although that will help you. You will get wisdom from that. All you have to do is just be open and put and aware. And aware. Awareness is huge. But I'm just saying, like, infancy stage here. If you say, Kim, I don't know what you're talking about. You're talking about ghosts marching across your front porch and angels and all. And don't freak out on all that, okay? Because we're very real, raw people, okay? But just, like Mom said, just get still and get quiet. That's it. Do that first. That is a necessity. Just, just do that. That's good for your blood pressure. Just do that first. Because faith, okay, faith is the total opposite of fear. Do you think, Zach, fear is powerful? Yeah, I think fear is one of the most powerful things. Do you believe in law and physics? What you put out comes back to you? Yeah, 100%. So there's a scripture about that, you know. Press down, shaking together, and running over. Same type of concept. They can call it physics. Mm-hmm. It's already in the Bible. So what you put out going to come back. Yep. So if you put out fear, what's going to come back? More fear. More fear. If you put out faith, what's going to come back? More faith. Stronger faith. Stronger faith and more confidence. And as you see God moving in your life, and like mom said, you're aware of it, those building blocks start. That's why my mom is the most confident woman I've ever, excuse me, the most confident person I've ever known. That's a human being. Both people I've known and people. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I had the opening there. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? She's the most confident person I've ever seen in my entire life. Never seen celebrity, president, CEO, preacher. Never met somebody confident. They would come to her. Yeah. But it all is not because she's great. It's her faith. And Zach. I'm going to say this last thing. All right. 
closes out, honey. Bring us on home. I can tell you, you know? this with a, okay. and yep. you can believe this because it's coming from the bottom of my heart. I'm crazy and I carry on it all, but I'm gonna tell you, okay. this is me. This is who I am right now. If he call me today, in the next five minutes, I'm ready. I'm ready to. I'm excited about seeing him. Because I've seen him in my life. I've, he's touched me in my life. I know he's waiting. And I would not, I've had a wonderful life. And I am no fear, no fear of death. And I've told my girls, when I do go, I want them to celebrate my life. Celebrate my life. That's what, that's the last thing that I've told them. That's not the last thing you've told me. That's the last thing I've told you about my What's dad. the last thing and the only thing that you tell me every single year? I got 10 more good years. <laughs> <laughs> but if he don't see it, I'm ready. Yeah, but no, what I'm saying is, now oh I believe gosh. also in manifestation. So every year she says, Kim, I ain't got but 10 good years. So she's just adding 10 more 10. years every, every time That's she good. Says. Well, as long as he keeps blessing, I'm willing. <laughs> right. But when he calls, I'm ready. I hear you. LOL, Kim Cabell. LOL, Kim Gravel, yeah. Hey, y'all, have you reviewed LOL with Kim Gravel? Rating and reviewing the show on Apple Podcast helps new people find us. And I read every review, and so it means so much to me that you take your time and help us out. Happy Girl 58 just left this review. She said, laugh, tears, and craziness. Yep, that about sums it up. Thanks for your review, Happy Girl 58. We love you so much. Thanks for listening and reviewing. So please, if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave a quick review. It will definitely help me answer my call to empower as many people as I can. I love you so much, and thank you so much for listening. Legal disclaimer from Zach, it has to be five stars. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, he's right. Five stars, please. Five stars, please. Skip the meal prep this summer with Factors Ready to Eat Meals and enjoy all these warmer and sunnier days, y'all. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month while the subscription is active. I love my Factor Meals and I've started hiding them from my family because they love the weekly menu of 35 options and the more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, Lunch, even snacks and beverages. I'm telling you, they've got everything to help you feel good about what you're eating all day long. Y'all, they're delicious. They're high quality, chef prepared, absolutely never frozen, and they're on the table in less than two minutes. Factor meals eliminate all the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Y'all, I don't have time for all of that. All you do is simply heat it up and savor the good stuff. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month. That's code Kim50 at factormeals.com slash Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus an extra 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hopefully you won't have to hide your factor meals like I do because they're that good. Maybe you will.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kim, Kim, Kim and so what I'm saying is like this podcast is going to touch people. You're going to get, you're going to get some feedback because people need this message. And you know I what? People do need to hear it. And I, I got the balls enough to say it. I do. I'm, I'm not trying to please nobody no more. Well, the other, the thing that really speaks to me, frankly, Kim, like I'm Jewish, right? I was raised Jewish. My wife's Catholic. Our kids are both beautiful at this point right our kids are beautiful, <laughs> beautiful right we celebrate everything at this point we you know we're trying to just keep everything open for them and sure but but for me it's like hearing this message you speak into it you know through jesus christ you know mm-hmm. but i hear an openness of like people can feel it in their own way uh, this you're is what we want to say you have to be this thing in order to be right like you're not telling me that i'm wrong no god I would never. No, I know. I know you wouldn't. And that to me is so meaningful too, right? Because I think people start talking about religion and and you get so closed in to your... Yeah. yeah. It's very uh, divisive. Yeah. And there's nothing about the Lord that's divisive. Nothing. He's very open and inviting. All I would say to everybody is just be still. Mm -hmm. Don't try. No. Be open. Be still and sit there and say, God... What would you have me do today? Tell me what you have. Just stop. It's like mom said, get aware. What, what I'm saying is all of the religious and all, the, all of this is there to distract. Distract. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you say more about that. Yeah. Joe, what you're yes. saying absolutely, what do you mean? Well, knowing the Lord is not what you, it's not. What you do every day, what this or or that or guidelines that they've put out there for. Right. The one only thing he asked, the most simplest thing, I'm knocking. You have the you have the uh, uh, availability. You have it to the open op- that door. Yeah. The op- the opportunity. The opportunity to open that door. Just open the door. I'm not going to. I'm not going to stress you stress you or what. That's the simpleness of it. Yes. I'm just there. He's not going to make us. He's not going to mm. do any of that. Now, he will ooh us at times. Well, it's not ooh, Mom. Well, it's woo. woo. Okay. Well, what, well now, you she's know. doing that a lot lately. <laughs> what did you say the other day? Okay. <laughs> no, hey, try, Zach. Zach, you have to. He will ooh you. He will ooh you. It's woo. Woo. I know that. I've been ooed. <laughs> I've been ooed, and I think we got to cut that out of the podcast. because <laughs> Just cut that out. <laughs> do not cut that out. Zach. <laughs> that's the teaser. He will ooh you. But Zach, you. You. but Zach, this podcast is going to ooh you. Yes, that's the yes. only thing. That's the only thing you have to do is be, be quiet and listen. And nobody, no, don't, no, don't no, let I'm, nobody can do it for you, Zach. I know. We got, I know we got to do this. She's so right. But mom, I got to tell you this. This is that you just said that because yesterday I was on the phone with Janet, who's my editor at uh, HarperCollins, yeah. Thomas Nelson. <laughs> Yep. Uh, did you hear how I just I just name dropped there? Just yeah, that was a big. <laughs> not mean to brag, but toot toot. Not to be toot my horn, but toot toot. To that horn. So um, that book's gonna be amazing. No, I'm I'm, I'm teasing. I'm really not. But anyway, so we were talking, <laughs> and she said, 
because the manuscripts due in two months. I'm stressed out. Okay. So yeah, I'm bet. sitting there talking to her and she says, Kim, there's just got to be something. Now listen to this. See what I'm talking about, Willis. See what I'm talking about? Listen to this. This is how I, I click in. People say, oh, Kim, you just ESP signs and all this. And remind me to tell you about something we got to have a conversation about. Um, she said, Kim, I was, I was having, I was just sitting in, in my quiet time this morning and I just heard stillness. Tell her to write a chapter on being still. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I was just like, and when we've been talking, I just got cold chills. That's what I'm talking about. See, but if you're distracted, oh. you can't, you can't be aware of what's going on. And if you worry about the rules, okay. and what you should do and what okay. you shouldn't do, that takes away from your connection a straight connection with him. Well, and maybe we talk about this in the next, maybe we do a part two of this one and talk about this whole thing about another thing mom and dad always taught us. And I say mom and dad because dad was not absent. Okay. My father was such a strong leader in our home. Mom was the heart of the home and also was, I don't want to say spiritual leader, but just exercised that faith in a very visible way. My dad has faith too, but in a different way. And we're talking about Mother's Day, but I forgot what I was saying. It was good. What were we talking about? <laughs> See, I'm my mother. Well, you you were just about to introduce a new thing that your parents, you said we could do a part two about this one. Yeah. I can't remember. I cannot remember. Yep. Welcome to 50. About stillness, Kim. Well, there you go. I, nope, that yeah, one you did. were talking about stillness. I but then you didn't really, you didn't really forgot. tell us. You didn't tell us yet what you were going to say. I can't remember, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. No part two. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Oh, my God. We were going to do a part two, but we're not doing a part two. Kim can't just, remember what the part two is going to be. She'll, she'll remember she cut, when she, do, when she cuts you. Oh I don't gosh. know why. I think it's because my mind goes like 50 million. But that's my mother. My mom will say, Mom, what are we going to say? She's like, honey, I can't remember. Well, you were about, you said later. something about ESP signs or something. You said something like that. No, no, no. Yeah, here we go. But my mom always would tell me, thank you, Zach. That's why you're our producer. hey My mom used to always say, go with your gut. Go with that gut. Everything starts in the gut. Health starts in the gut. Everything. Go with your gut. If you, my dad and mom used to, my mom used to say this, she was, if you're walking down the street and you get that weird feeling, somebody was up on me at the Target the other day and he was right on my heels. And I turned around and said, hello, can I help you? <laughs> and he was an older gentleman. He goes, I'm sorry, I was following too close. I said, that's okay. I said, just, you know, you're getting it from my personal spot. I just want to check it. I said, can yeah. I help you, sir? Yeah. You know, like, like that was my instinct. My instinct was like, what is he coming up on me for? Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that thing, we always say, oh, be nice. We said to our kids, don't do this. You know, and that's how a lot a lot of things happen. When you feel that gut, go with it. Now, not fear, not just whatever, but when you feel that where you just your whole everything about you lights up, good or bad, go with that. Go with that. Your gut will speak to you. It will tell you. Yeah. And every time I go against my gut, mom, it's wrong. I know, that's true. Now, people will argue and say, well, Kim, that's just, that's superficial. That's whatever, whatever you want to say. Well, maybe your gut ain't as good as mine. Because every time I do my gut, it works. When I don't, I fail. Well, but you're trying so hard. I mean, you're, you are trying to put out good into the world. And I think it comes back to what you put out, you get back. I think that, Zach, mm -hmm. I, know, I know that. Right? So your gut. Well, that's the law of attraction. And I believe in the law of attraction. Right. Yeah. Other people have. You know, they've had different life experiences. They've had different. Yeah, but see, those life experiences should have taught you something. Like, Allison's a hardhead. 
Mm-hmm. I, for some, she's a slow learner. Mom, mom will tell you that. She says that she ain't as fast. She don't learn as fast. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a choice. Like I, I tell my son all the time, my oldest son, he's a quick learner. He don't want to go through that again. So if he's made a mistake. He's like me. Yeah. He's like me in that, okay, in mom, that respect. Honestly, everything that's good in the family, you take full no. credit. No, <laughs> he's like me. He, he's a planner. Like when, when something not, he does something wrong, like Allison used to party, she says, you just like your dumb daddy. <laughs> Zach asked, you know, had me ask everybody on my social media, mom, what makes you know that you're becoming your mother? Uh-huh. And oh. I said, one of the things for me was when you always like basically say daddy's dad is stupid and dumb every, for no reason. Like he cannot even be in Now you say, know I don't really mean it. Mom, don't try to cover and make be Susie Sunshine. Okay? <laughs> he is a very smart man, but he is dumb in something. <laughs> <laughs> This is dad, though. Let me tell you how far dad's come with all of it. Uh, this is when you know. Dad says, I'm like, Dad, Mom did this. I'm so mad. He goes, I ain't saying nothing against your mother. She'll stop cooking for me. <laughs> she's right. <laughs> like, used to be he would fight her on it. Now he's like, the woman's right, whatever she wants. Well, let me tell you, it took oh, a gosh. strong man to live with me, I guess. And he is strong. He's very strong. All right. All right, so Zach... We do the rapid fire. Mom, do you know what that means? Uh-huh. What does that mean? I don't know, but I got it. What does rapid fire mean? Rapid You're going to ask me a question. I got to say it real, real fast. Yes. So don't think about it and go, okay. <laughs> What's the one thing you would change about how you raised your kids? Wow. You're getting right into it, Kim. I don't know, Kim, really. You wouldn't change a thing? Kim, what do you think? You're going to... It was perfect. Everything was perfect. It wasn't perfect, but I mean, I, I, can't I raised that. you according to what I knew. Okay. okay, that's fair. Would you change anything though? That's not what I mean. I'm not. You don't have to defend your position no, as a I parent. No, I wouldn't change anything. All right, don't change anything. If you had a boy, what would you have named him? Oh my god! I know that's a good one, Zach. Yeah, probably Bo. Yeah, I Bo. probably would have named him. Is that Bo. a family name? No, no, I just love that name. Okay. Um, I, she's vain, and Bo means very handsome. So, oh, I didn't know that. No, it does. What's your favorite food that you make? I guess fried chicken. Oh God, potato potato salad. salad. I can't believe you didn't say potato salad. Her potato salad recipe, y'all. We really should put it on. We'll do that on a talking show. Okay. I mean, this a is a talking show. show. <laughs> a cooking show. All right. She's uh, pitching cooking shows now. <laughs> who was your celebrity crush? Back in the day. Now, you've asked me that before, and you know it was Tom Selleck. It was Tom Selleck. Who's your celebrity crush now? Tom Selleck. (laughs) (laughs) He's the the one that kept up with me. Does he still? How is he looking? Is he? How's he looking these days? I think so. Mm -hmm. All right. Favorite movie? Steel Magnolias. I knew you were going to say Steel Magnolias. Who, what character would you be in Steel Magnolias? I know. I would probably be... Weezer. I like that. I probably would be Weezer, yeah. Mom acts like Weezer. I know y'all don't think that. You think she's really sweet and kind. but I am sweet and kind. She would grow tomatoes and then throw them in your face and say, here's your tomatoes. Mom's not a lovey-dovey person. I expect a lot from people. Yeah, you do. I get disappointed a lot. (laughs) I expect a lot. Disappointed a lot. There you go. Not I have too high expectations on people, but she gets disappointed. Mm -hmm. Lord have mercy. Uh, What's one way you would want to change the world? Have peace. Mm, Nice. Just peace. And the older you get, the more you'll understand peace is so important. Favorite song? Amazing Grace. Favorite non-Christian song? 
I don't have one of those. Oh, let's see. Yeah, uh, you do. Stay. Stay. Sing it, Mom. Just a little bit longer. You sing it and I'll do the harmony. Stay. Just a little bit longer. Oh, I love it. Okay. That's, I also got my singing for Mom. That's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Okay. What what's the time that I embarrassed you the most as a kid? Oh, Kim, for real? Well, I didn't have to be as a kid. It could be just last week on QVC. I <laughs> oh, you talk too. about me terrible. I talk about her terrible. It's all true. She too. tells all of my flaws. All of them. <laughs> it's a good thing I'm good with it. That's pretty funny. Wait, actually, I, I just thought of one because you were asking about favorite song. Kim has said on the podcast before uh-huh. that you would take her music and throw it away and she'd have to buy she'd have to hide music oh, from I, you as oh a kid. gosh yes i would break those records and have back then you know you had a tapes it was purple yeah, rain yes oh yeah purple rain I, I would take and just get rid of them yeah. when she wasn't home because i didn't want that in my house why <laughs> because i didn't like it it was darling nikki talking about <laughs> little girl that mom goes that is nothing but filth Okay, but now, now, so like you know, whatever. Thirty years later, do you hate it just no, as much? No, I don't like. She it. don't hate it. I, she I don't hate Prince. I'm gonna tell you the honest truth now, yeah. and my girls can tell you this. My favorite music is Christian music. It is. That's Praise all I play. That's mm-hmm. all. Now, I was young once, and I, I you know, I listened to you love music and all that, and all that kind of stuff. But as I, as long as far as music today at my age, I just love good Christian music. Yes, she loves good Christian music, Zach. And we went on our last vacation. Might be two <laughs> vacations ago. Okay. Uh-huh. True story. Uh-huh. So, you know, mom likes to put on a little moo She'll take her bra off. Mom's got some Shut good boots. They're yeah. perky. They're very perky. Yeah. Plump. They look good. They Zach, look good. don't you put this on the Zach, air. you're going to put it as the truth. Mom's got a hot body. That's I mean, even beautiful. Dad- <laughs> I mean, Dad is still obsessed with her boobs. He'll go by and honk Kim! honk. Is the truth. Zach, don't you do it. This, Mom, am I lying, though? This is going on the podcast. Am I lying? I can't say. Yeah. I can't say. Because <laughs> Dad will say, now, Mom's got a nice rack. Oh, Kim! <laughs> we had a little family get-together last night, uh-huh. last Sunday. Uh-huh. Of course, we got together Easter, but the Sunday before. Say so she tells okay. No, this is the truth. Like, you're going to love oh this. Okay. So we're sitting at the whole, we're sitting under the thing, and we just talk Everything. We talk about the Lord, and then we'll jump to Kim Kardashian. I mean, we talk about everything. Yeah, okay? okay, yeah, sure. Now, this is a true story. I think you should keep this in. Allison goes, I just don't get Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson. She goes, I, she goes, I think he's got a drug issue. You see the dark circles on his eyes? But Dad said, well, Ariana Grande said he's got a 10-incher. <laughs> Kim, no. Zach, don't you do that. And we <laughs> laughed. That's exactly what he said. <laughs> We like that. We like that. I want to get. Well, my Lord, that's huge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, Kim, please don't. Zach, please don't. <laughs> so, so, and Mom goes, well, next week at the church, we're singing the Hallelujah, Pray for Lamb. And uh, what time you want me? That is our family in a nutshell. Oh, and Allison gosh. goes, well, all right, Pete, go, Pete. I mean, everybody's talking. I mean, it, my dad didn't skip a beat. I want to get your he dad, was dad on the show. Oh, I know you hilarious. said he'd never do it, but. I want to get your dad on the show. He won't do it. He he won't. He hardly gets in pictures. Dad is Dad is very. Uh, he's like mom. They're very put together. But okay. that, that's our that's our family conversations. And that's supposed to be private. How does he even a seventy six year old man know Ariana Grande? 
Yeah, he loves all the gossip rags. I mean, he reads all. He reads everything. On the he's internet. reading. Oh my gosh. So oh yeah. Funny. Is he on social media? He knew that Pete Davidson was well endowed. Is he on social media? Is he like? No, yeah. He he's, he oh, runs see. mom's social media. He runs and he'll tell me. He'll call me and he'll say, "Now, Kim, these men are hitting up on your mom on here. They're really into her. They think she's beautiful." And I, he, I said, "Mom, do you, Dad, do you accept the friend case?" "Oh yeah, honey. We want all the friends we can get I on know, your mom's social media." I know. had to go on there oh and gosh. delete all that crap. <laughs> these men are like, "You're so hot, Joe. We could, well, let's get together oh and date and all this." And my dad accepts them. It's fantastic. Oh. He's not anymore. Not since he's got his. <laughs> not since he's got his own Facebook. <laughs> he's like. He's like. You know, three months from being like, let's go live and get some tips or something. Yeah, dad is good. <laughs> let's go. Dad is dad is into it. He is very oh into gosh. all that. That's a true story. It just happened. I think we should end the show on that. Yeah, that's it. You better not put that out there. Somebody oh, might say put, something. That's that's hilarious. You can't say. Wait, that. ready? We're going to cover ourselves. Allegedly. Well, dad doesn't <laughs> say it's allegedly. He said Ariana Grande. Yeah, but you can't put that out. Why not? Because somebody will sue you for what? <laughs> Well, or he might like it. I don't know. <laughs> well, did I tell you there's one time that I walked in on my mom and dad having sex in my bedroom? Kim, I oh promise you, if you don't stop. Mom, had, they both had their tops on. She's mom, mortified. Mom, it's, but it was Kim. in my bedroom. Kim, nobody wants in, to hear that. I walked in. I'm oh. like, what are y'all doing? Mom goes, we want to change the scenery. We'll, we'll be, just be a minute. And I closed the door. <laughs> and as I was closing the door, I go, y'all changed my sheets. <laughs> Oh my gosh! True How story. old were you? Oh God, I was in high school. Yeah, she tells everything. That just Buck naked. My parents in my bed in my bedroom. Like really? I'm speechless. I don't have. That's any, not true I, story. I don't have anything to say. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Zach. Wait, we. I so I have another rapid fire question. Is there a room? Okay. Okay, just say it, Zach. We're free and open. Is there a room in the house, Joe, that you didn't have sex in? Kitchen. Yeah. She won't, really? she won't. Yeah, yeah she, she would that's a thing. That, that's no, like in TV say, shows. No, this is what dad would say. I don't screw where I eat. Yeah. Okay. Remind me not to ever do this again. <laughs> oh, honey, I got stories like this for days. But the Pete Davidson thing just happened two weeks ago. That so. is so funny. Oh. And don't let, don't let mom, she didn't get offended and walk away. I said, that's awful. <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> you said, that is big. I said, that's awful. Oh, mm-hmm. my gosh. Okay. Uh, True story, Zach. Another one? So we are, mom's at the church. Now, our pre- okay. mom's preacher, Alan, his son goes to school at Bethlehem Christian with my son, who I adore. I adore okay. them. I love Alan. I, I, I really think if Alan and I would be like brother and sister, like if, if we were in a, he would be like the brother I always wanted. Sure. So, because uh, he's a little edgy and fun. He's fantastic. Loves the Lord. His name would Yeah, be right. Bo. His name would be Bob. Um, he's just a good hearted guy. Just to give you kind of a sense of his personality. And we might not make this if Alan might kill me for saying this, but who knows? He probably don't care. So he goes up. To, so there's a woman in the church mm-hmm. comes up to mom and says, Joe, I read this article about you on the Internet. Now, mom, correct me if I'm wrong. Did she go to you or Allison? Uh, no, it was the head deacon. It was the head deacon. Head deacon. <laughs> okay. That came up to you and said this? Yeah, he's told me I was talking to him about it. And he said, I'm the one that found it. Okay, so he found an article on mom. And they came up, somebody came up to mom and Allison in the church and okay. said. Yeah, that, in, front of tr- in front of the preacher. In front of the preacher. And they sent an article to me. The article read, maybe we'll post it because we still have the article. Okay. That mom passed away after Kim Queens. Oh, my God. But she was best known 
to be a what? Um, a porto star. Uh, it was. It was. It was a. It was an adjective around it. Uh, uh, a famous. A famous. Yeah. Porno star. So okay. it, it was in an article that she was a porn star. If it's on the internet, it's real. So I right. You know. so, yeah. Right. Yeah. So that went around the whole church. Well, the preacher started making fun of it. And so mom goes, well, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to be doing these swimsuits. And Kim's got me, you know, doing these swimsuits and all this. <laughs> Ellen goes, well, you know, you were a former porno star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're lucky. Honestly, you're porno, lucky that the article porn. said. It's porn. not porno. <laughs> that sounds like 1982. <laughs> it's porn. Well, but that was the year she was allegedly doing it, probably. It's not, it's porno. Right? That was, but she was you a know, famous. And I said, well, mom, at famous. least you were good at it. You were really good. Yeah. And so I said, Mom, that doesn't bother you. She goes, heck no. I don't care what people say. I know that ain't true. So this is the thing. The, the moral of this story is, if you ain't got a strong faith, honey, you can't deal with this crazy world. That's right. Oh I think God. we started off the show going, it's crazy out there. It so is crazy either, out there. You can yep. either go with it and have the faith and go through it and live it, or you can just give it, give up. And I say, why not live it? Right. Yeah. Why not All live right. it? And try okay. not to be perfect because you'll never be perfect. You just need to be forgiven. Yeah. Well, well bye, y'all. After that, I don't know what more to say. Bye, y'all. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Zach. Love you, Mom. Love y'all. Happy Mother's Day. Thanks, Zach. Tell those girls I love them. I love you, Kim LaVelle. <laughs> <laughs> we love them, too. Those little voices. To all you mothers out there, happy Mother's Day. We love you. you know it. I've got so many great people that help make this show possible. LOL is produced and edited by Zach Miller at Uncommon Audio. Our associate producer is Kathleen Crant at Brunette Exec. Production help from Emily Breeden and our cover art designed by Sarah Noto. And Tacapello performs our theme music. Head on over to lolkim.com to sign up for our mailing list. Again, thanks for listening, y'all. We love you. Bye.